Hello and welcome to another edition of Film Seizure at the Movies. I am Jeff Arbuckle. Uh, and I'm going to talk about Jordan Peele's uh, Us, his second uh, directorial uh, venture into the realm of horror, if you will. Uh, but before I get to that, I want to get to some of the housekeeping bits. Um, you can hear episodes of the podcast Film Seizure, hosted by myself and Jason Oliver, every Wednesday morning at filmseizure.com, every Monday afternoon. You can also hear me talk about some monster movies on Monster Mondays. And every uh, Friday morning, you can read me talking about some uh, B-movies over at bmovieanima.com. But as far as the stuff that you find here at Film Seizure, uh, you can also subscribe to us over on SoundCloud. That's where we upload our episodes. You can also find episodes at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and there are some episodes on TuneIn as well. You can also uh, listen to the episodes on YouTube. I upload all of those there on the days that they come out. But let's talk about Jordan Peele's new horror movie, Us. Uh, of course, a couple of years ago, Jordan Peele hit, uh, hit it big in the realm of uh, horror and with uh, Hollywood in particular, uh, with his movie Get Out. Uh, he became, I believe, the first ever African-American to win the Best Original Screenplay Oscar. Um, and he was, of course, nominated for Best Director. The film was nominated for Best Picture. It was a huge success. And it's expected that his second movie, Us... Uh, which had a trailer premiere just a few months ago uh, on Christmas Day, of all things, uh, to say that in just a few months, his next movie is going to be out, and it looked creepy as hell, and a lot of people are certainly showing up at the uh, theaters to see it, and which is what I basically did tonight. Uh, I went with a few friends of mine, and to, uh, to we'll talk a little bit about that here in just a moment, uh, but first... Let's back up a little bit to Get Out. Uh, I think a big reason why it was such a huge hit and kind of a critical darling has to do a lot with some of the messaging of the movie. Now, this is something that is kind of uncomfortable in certain circles, uh, but the truth of the matter is, is that uh, African-American perspective has not been all that well represented in horror uh pretty much ever <laughs> actually um there is a really really good documentary uh on shutter right now uh which is a streaming app if you got it it's uh, i'm not at all affiliated with shutter but i highly recommend it for five dollars a month can't really beat it but it's called uh, horror noir and it's basically the history of um black people in horror movies and it touches upon a lot of other movies uh and a lot of other genres that and their representation in those movies highly recommended it certainly is something that gives a very different perspective of uh, uh of how they view themselves while they're watching those movies but also how there might have been some kind of, 
I don't know how much of it was purposeful, but definitely some subconscious ideas kind of being filtered in there into the zeitgeist. That's really interesting to hear a different perspective of. If that's something that you might be kind of interested in, I would definitely recommend checking out that documentary. Uh, Certainly Get Out plays a huge part of the present day part of that documentary, a part of that history. Um, And of course, Jordan Peele does talk a little bit about the stuff that he watched growing up and what kind of influenced him. Now, Jordan Peele certainly got his start in comedy. Um, You know, he was part of a duo, Key and Peele. They had their show, I think it was on Comedy Central. I could be wrong on that. Um, But um, it was almost natural that he break into horror as well. There is a very deep psychological uh, connection between horror and comedy. They do the same things to our brains. Um, Oftentimes, uh, scares and laughs basically are very um, uh, uh, instant reactions that we have uh, in our brains and our psyches, how we deal with things, how we relate to certain things. They're very closely connected. So for Jordan Peele to go from being a comedian, who what he still is as a comedian, but also move into horror is almost a, a natural progression for him as a performer, as a writer, as a director. And Get Out certainly um, was something that he wasn't trying to... Uh, he had things to say. He certainly had cultural, racial, uh, class sort of things to talk about. But first and foremost, he wanted to write the types of movies that he wanted to see when he was a young black man um, that that just don't exist. And um, that is always good for movies to get other people's views and ideas and perspective on things. I've often kind of related Get Out to uh, basically being a retelling of a Stepford Wives type of story. And there's a lot of connection that you can read from that. It's the idea of a group of people who are kind of going through a renaissance as far as their equality, as far as their voices being heard, as far as their standing and their status in uh, the world at large. And uh, how basically the reaction to that typically is for whatever group that had power before, whether it's whites in general or males in general, uh, trying to kind of uh, grab hold of being on top again and still being on top. And that's it's kind of the same idea that that kind of reverberates through both of those types of movies. And uh, while uh, I very much liked get out um i was very glad to have seen it to have kind of understood what it was saying um you know it's one of those things where it's like you know it was not a perfect movie for me but i very much enjoyed it uh us uh (laughs) the whole topic of what this review is about now that i've kind of gotten all of that background stuff out of the way us is a very different movie um i still very much enjoyed it it's very entertaining. Jordan Peele lets his 
horror sensibilities shine, but also, uh, much like with Get Out, there is a sense of humor in this movie. That may be a detractor for some people who want straight horror uh, with fewer jokes or fewer funny moments or anything like that. And I perfectly understand it if that is the case for some people, but um, he is very good at building characters who are very realistic and react to things in a very realistic way. Um, the biggest difference, though, with us is kind of two different things. Jordan Peele wants to talk about some different topics. Um, instead of it being about necessarily about race, it's about privilege. It's about classism. It's about uh, the duplicity of what it means to be an American. Um, and that's that seems a lot more political than I really mean it. Um, but, you know, we are the most powerful country in the world. We are um, one of the richest countries in the world, at least as far as opportunity and as far as what. But you don't have to travel too far outside of your neighborhood to see people who really don't have a lot of things. And uh, I often I'm I, I often wonder if if we only talk about race or gender issues because that's what we're kind of pre-programmed to talk about when there might be a bigger issue out there that we may have to someday really, 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 really think about and really tackle. And that is the issue of class. Um, do we fear our classes changing? Do we fear that more so than we fear somebody who's of a different culture or a different race or of a different gender than us kind of equalizing. And I think that's something that that's really important to think about, particularly as we kind of continue moving along as a, uh, as a country that, that is becoming more and more connected through various things like social media and so forth. It's really an important thing to think about. My point is, is that that's really what's at the center of us. Um, this is a movie about uh, an affluent family that uh, it's the Wilson family, who is uh, Adelaide, who is Lupita Nyong'o, and uh, Winston Duke, who plays Gabe, and their children. They are really, they're basically yuppies. They're very privileged. They're very affluent. They have a summer home. They have a nice car. Um, the first thing that the daughter complains about when they get to the summer home is that the Wi-Fi is not working. Like that's the biggest problem in their life, you know, or at least in their kid's life. Um, it's a bigger problem to her that they don't have Wi-Fi than it is when, uh, another affluent family that, uh, Gabe is friends with, uh, when their daughters, their twin daughters kind of pick on the little boy of the family. And it's, uh, it's an interesting take on first world problems, if you will. Well, what we find out is is that there are a number of people who uh, that are are basically called tethered people, and there are people who have doppelgangers who live underground, who are um, they you know they they say at one point 
what it must be like to live in a world that had a sky that you could look at as opposed to people who lived in the sewer basically and lived in the muck. So it's very much about class. It's very much about the duplicity of being an American, being uh, somebody who lives in a powerful country who should have every opportunity afforded to them to be rich, powerful, and um, be able to have all the things that they could ever want. But yet looking outside your window or, or walking 10 feet outside your neighborhood and seeing people who literally have nothing. Uh, it's that kind of idea that that's playing in here. Um, the other thing that's really interesting about this movie is that Jordan Peele has an exceptional eye for what can be creepy and what can be, uh, can, can send chills down your spine. A lot of this movie is shot in the dark. Uh, it's very, it's a very dark movie. And at times, um, I struggled being able to see everything that was going on, but at the same time, he knows also that, you know, you, you, you make it difficult to see something. And when you see something that shouldn't be there, it's pretty creepy and it, and it works really, really well for the type of horror that he wants to kind of thrill people with. Um, he also has a very good idea of what ideas can be creepy about things like uh, people that you should be able to trust wanting to undermine you uh, as in get out or being scared of what you basically are on the flip side of a coin, like your opposite, your um, inner demon or your, you know, when, when there are two people who are the exact same thing, but they're complete opposites, that's a terrifying idea. Uh, it works very well in literature. It works very well in movies. And Jordan Peele knows how to use that and, and kind of orchestrate a story or an idea or a visual from that. That said, I will say that I don't quite like us quite the same way that Get Out should be heralded. Uh, Get Out is is really, really good for it, being able to give a new voice, uh, a new perspective on a certain type of story. Uh, Us almost feels like there's there's a lot of ideas, but not enough time to really fully exposit on all of them. Um, Here's the thing. It's a very entertaining movie. I very much enjoyed watching it. Um, I was very entertained and very much in the moment. But I don't know if I could ever really watch this movie quite the same way again. I think I am better off reading about the movie, reading about some of the ideas and some of the takeaways from the movie. Um, Because there's certainly when I left, I wasn't entirely sure of everything that was going on in it. But I'm not entirely sure that this is a movie I really want to necessarily sit through again that's not to say that it's bad it's just something that you know i've seen it i was very happy to see it i don't know if i need to see it again i am interested about people's ideas on it and their takeaways um and i'll get to a little bit more of the specifics about those varying ideas here in just a moment but um one thing i told one of my friends that i saw the movie with 
was that I kind of felt like this was a really good episode of Twilight Zone, but it kind of lacks as a standalone movie. I almost wonder if this movie would have worked better as a miniseries or as a television series as opposed to just uh, an hour and 45 minute movie. Um, it does very much have a Twilight Zone feel to it, which is interesting because in just about a week and a half, Jordan Peele is hosting the new Twilight Zone. Um, so it, it feels like he does very well with those kind of Rod Serling-like ideas where there's a little bit of a twist at the end of this that's interesting, but it's I don't entirely know if the movie earned the twist being brilliant necessarily. It's not quite like the twist you would have seen in something like the sixth sense, <laughs> but there is a twist at the end. That's interesting at the very least. Um, but this movie kind of compounds some ideas. There's references to hands across America, um, which plays into the idea of class uh, because it's, you know, hands across America was about uh, helping homeless people who typically, uh, were kind of uh, marginalized in this country for a long time, still are. Um, and comparing that to the affluence of the people that were following in the movie, then there's um, then there's this there's some urban legend kind of ideas that are thrown in there. The 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 being afraid of the other, quote unquote, the other whatever that might be um like i said it could be the flip side of a coin that you know if if you're once if you're heads then you're scared of the tails because that's your dark side um there's a little bit of that whole urban legend about fluorine in the water for the government to control people that kind of plays into the idea of these of these tethered um doppelganger people it's just there's a lot of ideas there some of those ideas I would have liked to have seen a little bit more with. Um, I kind of found that like when things were kind of starting to, I, well, let's put it, this, I would have almost been more satisfied if this would have been a supernatural thing as opposed to a potential sciencey kind of, backstory that never really gets explained that well um but that said i mean if i were to rate this movie out of 10 let's say where i would have given get out like a eight or a nine this one's probably more like a six or a seven um entertaining something i'm very glad i saw something i would recommend to people if they if they're interested in this movie or if they like jordan peele or if they like uh, any of the actors in it i mean um or if they like Get Out, I would recommend it. Um, I don't know if I would recommend it to people who might try to pick apart some of the plot because some of it starts to get a little wonky in the in the third act, and I end up asking questions that I'm not entirely sure I'm supposed to ask, but I'm not entirely sure that the movie wasn't supposed to give me the answer to. So. That being said, it's a solid movie. It's it's a fine entry. I think it really shows that that Jordan Peele has an absolute future in horror, and I think he is going to be a major voice in horror, suspense, thrillers, type, that sort of stuff. Um, 
I think that if he's going to have these kind of bigger ideas like this movie, he might he might be a little bit better off either playing that out in in a in a mini series type of thing or some sort of uh, serial type of idea to kind of help exposit a little bit more. That would be that would be my main critique here. Um, but um, I know this movie is going to do very well. Um, I think it's a movie that people should check out. I think it's something that uh, I'm not going to be at all disappointed if it makes, you know, $300 million or something or anything like that. Uh, I wouldn't be disappointed in that because, uh, you know, it is certainly an entertaining movie and it is absolutely something that does the right things when it needs to, to give you kind of chills, to kind of give you some things to think about. Um, I just, I just wish there was a little bit more explanation in it. All right. So, uh, that is my summation. Uh, definitely check it out. Um, in the next couple of weeks or so, I probably will have a couple of other movies to talk about. I mean, um, on April 5th, there are two movies that are apps, uh, that I absolutely want to talk about with Shazam and Pet Cemetery. Um, interestingly enough, um, in, Let's see. This week's Monster Mondays that, that comes out this Monday is uh, about Clash of the Titans, the original, the good one. Um, the following episode, I do talk about the 1989 Pet Cemetery, so I kind of want to follow that up with talking about the new one um, at some point that week, hopefully. Um, then I talk about some of the Hellboy. I talk about the first Hellboy movie that Guillermo del Toro made. I plan on... Um, spending the next monster Mondays talking about the new. So, uh, on that, uh, whatever that is, April, whatever, uh, April 15th, I think it is, uh, that will be a kind of a combo monster Mondays film seizure at the movies where I'm going to talk about the brand new Hellraiser or Hellraiser Hellboy. <laughs> um, it's late night. I'm still thinking about us trying to figure out, uh, what exactly was going on in that third act, but, uh, forgive me. Um, but, um, you can always check out all of our stuff on filmseizure.com. I upload all that stuff to SoundCloud. I also, uh, have that, uh, show up in places like iTunes, uh, Google play, Spotify, tune in. Uh, I also upload the episodes to YouTube. So you can always subscribe to any of those places to get, uh, your fix of film seizure. Uh, but until next time, I am Jeff Arbuckle. I'll see you next time and uh, enjoy us. What does I Got Five on it mean? It's about drugs. It's not about drugs. It's a dope song. Don't do drugs.